Imagine that as a child, someone that you loved and trusted hypnotized you. And while you were under hypnosis, they implanted a belief in your head. And that belief was that there's something deeply wrong with you. Getting Discomfortable with Viral Memes Imagine that they hypnotize you and they say there's something flawed about you, something that makes you different from this person that you love, something that makes you lesser than them. You can call it any word you want. Maybe there's something contaminated about you, something evil, something ugly, something dangerous, whatever it is, it's just that there's something really wrong about you, something that makes you unworthy, unlovable, bad, valueless. And the person that hypnotized you says that There might not even be a very clear reason why. You just believe that for some reason, deep down inside, you're flawed. And in any given moment, you will find a reason. So whenever this feeling of flawedness, this belief of wrongness comes up, you'll just look around and say, oh, it's probably because I'm not attractive enough, or not good enough, or not talented enough, or because I said that, or because I did this, or you name it. Just just look around and find an explanation, and there will always be something. But then it goes even deeper than that. The person that hypnotizes you instructs you to hypnotize other people in the exact same way. They tell you that any time that you remember this badness within you, any time that you feel that unpleasant sensation of wrongness, you will then hypnotize whoever you have power over. You will hypnotize them in the exact same way that I am hypnotizing you right now. You will hypnotize them, and you will tell them that they believe that they are bad, and that any time they feel bad, they will then hypnotize the people that they love, the people that they have power over, and convince them that they are bad, and so on. And then the hypnotist says, that there's a magic word. And once I say that magic word, you will wake up from this hypnosis, but you won't remember any of it. You won't remember that I hypnotized you at all. You won't remember that you ever were hypnotized. You won't remember that I told you to believe 
and do all of these things, but you will still believe them and you will still do them. But you will blame yourself. You will believe that you've decided that you are bad, that you think you are bad, that that's your true belief, that that's your actual opinion. You will not know that I gave you that opinion. And at the same time, the hypnotist says that whenever you hypnotize someone else and then say the magic word, you will also forget that you hypnotized them. So even you will not know that you implanted that belief inside of them. They won't know it, and you won't know it. And even I, the hypnotist, will not remember having hypnotized you in this same way right now once I say the magic word. And then the hypnotist says the magic word, and you as a child woke up from this hypnosis, and you couldn't remember anything about this. You couldn't remember that you were even hypnotized. And the person that you love that hypnotized you, they can't remember it either. They have no idea that this even happened. They have no idea that the desire to hypnotize people lives in them. They have no idea that they too were hypnotized once. You both just snap out of it. But from that moment on, you, as a child, actually did believe that there was something deeply wrong with you. And as you grew up, you also hypnotized other people around you any time you felt the unpleasant sensation of being flawed and wrong. And as an adult, you hypnotized your own children in that same way, but you forgot, and they forgot, because that's part of the hypnosis. And you hypnotized your partner, and your friends, and your pet, and the people who work under you, you, you hypnotized everyone that you could. In fact, because you couldn't even remember doing the hypnotizing, you hypnotized people over and over and over again to make sure that it really stuck. So this hypnosis becomes an unconscious viral meme that spreads from person to person, but no one realizes when they catch it, or even when they infect someone else. So it just passes from generation to generation. As you have perhaps already pieced together, this unconscious viral meme is toxic shame. It is passed from generation to generation whenever someone goes into shame. That shame that they feel, that unpleasantness, causes them to break the connection with the people around them. And in breaking that connection, especially with children, they gradually communicate to those children, there's something wrong with you. That's why I keep pulling away from you. 
That's why I keep ignoring you or yelling at you or shaming you. A child is believed to be in an egocentric stage of development, which means that they interpret everything that happens to them as being about them, or another way you could phrase it, as being their fault. So anytime their caregiver or someone important to them or someone in power creates a kind of interpersonal rupture, the child blames themselves. Their system inherently says, oh, there must be something wrong with me that causes my caregiver to, whatever the rupture is, pull away, ignore, not meet my needs, get angry, yell, shame me, etc. So even though it is in fact the adult caregiver who is in power and who is actually the one making the ruptures happen based on their own shame, it is the child that implicitly and unconsciously blames itself. In fact, a child can't even fathom that it's been born into a world where the adults are imperfect. It is safer and more adaptable for a child to blame itself, because then not only does it not have to antagonize the parent by interpreting them as wrong or bad, but it can try to change itself to please these caregivers. And that is how toxic shame gets implanted in the child, and in fact, passed down from the parent to the child, infecting one generation after another. And then the child goes on and grows up and unconsciously holds all of the same shame and ruptures with their own children whenever they feel shame and transmits the same shame virus to their children, and so on and so on. And everybody down the chain blames themselves. It's my fault. Why? Because there's something wrong with me. It is the most devilish virus, because you don't realize it is a virus. You think it's something you just created, or something that you just are, but really, you've been implanted with it by someone else who was implanted with it themselves. So not only is it not your fault, the fault actually belongs to the person in power, the adult who passed it to you. But of course, they came by it honestly as well. It's also this unconscious virus in them. So it goes back further and further. But the important thing to realize is, it's not your fault. It's not that you are actually bad. That's not actually the explanation. This is something that has been handed down to you. And handed down to you at a time when you were a helpless child who wasn't morally, legally, or mentally responsible for themselves or for anything. You can't possibly be at fault.
So the key is that we have to notice this virus. We have to take it out of the unconscious so that we can actually own our portion of it and stop transmitting it to the people that we love, to the people under our power. Only when we actually see it and own it can we begin to stop transmitting it. But in order to see it and own it, we have to stop blaming ourselves for it. It's not our fault, but as adults, it is our responsibility. So when that unpleasant feeling comes up, connected to the belief, there's something wrong with me, we need to notice it and put a boundary up and say, that isn't true. That message isn't even mine. That shame, that toxic shame, it's not actually mine. We need to free ourselves from that blame. But then we have to own that it still lives in us as this viral pattern. So we have to notice it when it comes up and causes us to disconnect from people. And we have to repair those disconnections and make it clear, it wasn't your fault that I disconnected from you. Don't take it on yourself. It is my responsibility, this shame that caused me to disconnect from you. By making that very clear, by repairing it, and by owning it, by taking full responsibility for the rupture, we can actually stop this viral transmission of shame. If you want to explore the topics of this podcast further, I'm putting on a four-week online course starting in a couple of weeks in August that's going to really dig into toxic shame, where it comes from in our own lives, and how to manage it and transform it and stop it from spreading to future generations. So if you're interested in checking that out, you can go to discomfortable.net slash events. There'll also be a link in the show notes. And I have some other cool events lined up as well, uh, some online and some in person in Toronto. So I encourage you to go and check them out.